The Sweet 16 Predictions Part 1 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a bet the underdog special. Betters will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Jim Mora, and you're listening to SGPN. Let her ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Ah, college basketball. St. Peter's, New Jersey strong. Sweet 16. <laughs> Colby Dan. Joining us to talk college basketball. Colby Dan, aka the Dan to base. What's Middle, happening? Middle Tennessee up 14. I laid five and a half, 214 left in the first half. This is March, Sean. You talking CBI, uh, CBI, NIT, Champion Classic. I don't fucking know, but it's PSA, basketball. TNA. Right? We got it all here <laughs> on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Shout out to Sister Jean, my sister Jean uh, Bobblehead again, because I'm a huge Sister Jean fan. Uh, <laughs> she is here in studio, in between the uh, the bottles of uh, Devil's River whiskey, it is uh, and perfect. Oh, this timing. is the new Sister Jean post bag uh, drop acceptance. Yeah, uh, awesome uh, Photoshop we got, uh, courtesy of the great uh, Jake Paquin. Who wait, that uh, wasn't real. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> how dare you? Caught, you caught me off guard. Uh, yeah, of you know, apparently she met the coach, the opposing coach, before the game, and so <laughs> we. You know, because Sister Jean, well, it was mostly Colby's fault for disparaging uh, Sister Jean's uh, old age, and Sister Jean put she a hex some Jaeger bombs, on, put a hex on the Loyola Ramblers. Uh, but that being said, we still love you, Sister Jean. Oh, I mean, we have the bobble. How many? Sean's, how, Sean's really trying to do, clean up his act. Dead serious. You know what I mean, how <laughs> many college politician. basketball oh, I don't shows? Be haunted. <laughs> how many college basketball shows that you watch have a Sister Jean bobblehead with spinning wheelchair wheels? Yeah, they the have. They, yeah, the, the wheel spinners. You got spinners on that thing. She's, Sister Jean's rolling on dubs. So here well, the and studio. the motto. I'm reading it right now. It says worship, work, and win. And mm. I feel like that's what mm. we do here at SGPN because I did go seven and one yesterday. Play yeah. that Dundee music. That's we, what I'm talking we, about right there. All eight tournament games, seven and one. We worship the gambling gods here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We worship the first half unders. And these 
these savages that still exist out in the wild that will will stand for nothing, including the first half unders. What are what are wrong with these people? What what it, is wrong with a, a accepting the fact that something seemingly simple can actually be smart? Yes. Two, we have data to back it up. Three. Go fuck yourself. I don't need you to bet on this. I don't keep, keep, keep thinking it's stupid. Keep telling me about the closing line. It's funny when a sharp tells you someone who claims to be a sharp, Sean, let me put my phone down. So I'm not distracted. When someone who claims to be a sharp comes back at a first half under trend, that's clearly profitable. Long-term this year was 58 and change percent. Long point eight long 2014 and two long-term. And, and I have this written down. We will forever be the scribes of the first half under trend. 225, 157, and 14. You know what that's good for? 59%. Oh so this year was every year. And when a sharp comes to me and says, hey, but the closing line would have been a different result. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you, Mr. Sharp, better going to the window right before tip to make your bets? No, that would be square. Why are you coming back at me with a square <laughs> argument? The haters it's of the so first true. half funders are so. Uh, it is. It you're is measuring your, now. You're measuring now. You're going to choose the closing line to measure. When the rest of the time we measure how much you beat the closing line. Go fuck yourself. It's a great trend. You're jealous. Shout out to James S in the YouTube chat. Coppin State on the money line. New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico State on the money line. St. Peter's. All Iowa State yesterday. Uh, Richmond and I hit on uh I hit on Miami money line just we, killing it. Yes. We uh and, and shout out fuck the haters. YouTube chat is on fire. Uh feel free to leave a nice comment on the YouTube section. There's some mean people on YouTube and I don't care for it. <laughs> you know what else I don't care for? People who aren't betting on WinBet. What are you doing? Bet with the best, baby. Bet with winbet.com. Head over to winbet.com. Download the win betting app. So many uh, active win bet states New York, Louisiana, Virginia, Tennessee, New Jersey, Michigan, Indiana, Colorado, Arizona. I mean, Virginia, they say it's for lovers. Yeah, lovers of awesome parlay boosts that you can get over at winbet.com. The Bet the Underdog special. You get a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager. Dogs greater than plus 300. That's a $25 free bet on top of your winnings. Big dogs bark louder. So much action going on over at winbet.com. So fun, so easy to get going over there. The parlay wheel. Mm. It's just a delicious treat. Offer subject to change, service conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. You really did this like a mick. You were like, Mwah. It's more like Mwah. there you go. I felt weird kissing my. You got to reach the sky, all right, because <laughs> that's where the food's coming from. All right, uh, let's talk a little. We are going to be uh, breaking up the episode uh, Sweet Sixteen into two parts. Today we're going to be focusing on the games on Thursday, and then tomorrow we're going to be knocking out a uh, another quick episode focusing on the Friday games. Any big takeaways from the round of 32? Of course, there was a heated debate in the SGP office between Ryan Real Money Kramer and the database, which I was fortunate enough. Well, sometimes I I become the occasionally I chime in and try and be a voice of reason. That rarely helps. 
but I was just sitting on the sideline and I thought, you know what? The listeners need to hear this. They need the great content in general. Arguing with Colby rarely <laughs> creates any sort of value, but when the ball's coming, I don't give a shit about helping call the fucking rules. But if he doesn't have possession, you can't. He does. I, t- I have a photo right fucking here. You're ridiculous now. You're, you're, you're like, I love your Colby. You're ridiculous now. This is a strange call to get upset about. Cause I don't even think it was a backcourt if he didn't have possession. That is so wrong, but that is pa- right? that is father uh, Ryan Kramer coming in with just trying to deescalate the situation. I, he reminds You're me being illogical. of like that teacher in Beavis and Butthead. That's like the hippie. You know what I mean? That's like Beavis, now Beavis. Yeah. Butthead. Are you guys? I was actually. Yeah, I was using <laughs> sound logic here. I was pretty proud You're of being my. Re- you're being demeanor. ridiculous, Colby. <laughs> uh, look, uh, Firm, fair, I, I, I'm sorry that you just don't know the rules, but you're well, wrong. I, I, that I that is a backcourt or it's a foul. I think there's two things to be said here. One was there. Con- so we're talking, of course, talking about the end of that Arizona TCU game. Uh, the uh, TCU kid was dribbling around, lost his dribble. He did Arizona. not lose his dribble. <laughs> he got <laughs> fouled into the backcourt, which he didn't even lose possession until he came to the ground. So it's either backcourt or it's a foul. All right. <laughs> uh, You've made your case now. I I I would say <laughs> you could call you could have called a foul on that, and maybe it would be technically right. I, as an impartial man watching college basketball in the last 30 seconds, I like it to be settled on the court. Yeah. And I appreciate the refs putting the whistle away. You know, some people say if it's a foul in the first half, it's a foul in the second half. I don't agree with that. I think in the last minute or two of a game where the game's on the line, you should be less hesitant to call fouls. Oh, okay. But uh, even with that, which, which we could argue that all day, I'll take it a step further though. I think it's purely just we're, we're discussing subjective calls. And I think the, 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 the nature of how you approach your analysis of that subjective call should change. Uh, I I just think there's no look. I have Arizona in the national championship. I wanted Arizona to win this game, but I'm saying first off, uh, I really think that was a a a bump and and the bump. Yes, did he act into that? Flop. Some sure, but it was a foul. Flop. But then, so my problem is the refs got to call something because it is 100. percent He doesn't lose Kobe's control of the flop. ball until he hits the floor. So that means he has taken the ball past half court. I'll entertain your. It was a foul argument. I, I don't think it was a backcourt because I don't think he had possession. I think he what, he was what, he was uh, deemed he was losing possession as he was going I, down, and he never recovered it. I, I completely disagree with that. I've no, watched this a fine. million it's times. It's a subjective thing. You're, yeah. but if people want to hear important. the argument one more time, they can go to Twitter.com/slash/gamblingpodcast. I, I would say relive it. It's important also to note that uh, interruption is a classic. Uh, Denier argument tactic. So, <laughs> p- if you don't want to be called a whore, don't dress like one. <laughs> wow, he's calling you a whore, Colby. Well, a whore making a shit ton of money. All right, yes. that's the, uh, the so whores get out over money, here, Colby. That's actually what no, when, well, people, no, when people critique whores, it's never they don't make money. <laughs> no, but look, this is this is why I'm I I have Arizona to win it all, guys. Yeah, I have nothing to gain by this. Uh, I was just saying, dude, that's a, it, as a guy that's watched millions and millions of hours of basketball, it's a foul and okay. it's a backcourt. Okay. I, as a guy who's watched 
a lot of basketball as well. I'm fine letting them play. All right, final you four NBA up, basketball, buddy. You're a Philly guy. No right? NBA, <laughs> NBA that they don't NBA, call fouls down NBA, the stretch. What are you talking about? You NBA, know, they unless get it's involved, a superstar, they get involved all the time, no, no, and that, no. that's what's annoying. Oh, All right, they, you, they, uh, I don't know why you did this, but now uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of those takeaways. The Big Twelve, good. The ACC, good. The Big Ten, once again bad. The SEC, once again bad. My major takeaway, though, is the fucking media machine that is the SEC. Did you see what Bruce Pearl said? Did you see what, what Bruce Pearl said? About, no. Yeah, I think I read it. Well, I think I read you know, it. I don't think we should really be measured. I'm power paraphrasing here, but we really shouldn't be measured on the tournament results because we beat each other up so much during the regular season. <laughs> oh are you God. serious? Yeah. Yeah. What, what a ridiculous take. Are you serious? So you could say that for any conference then. How about the big 10 could say that the mountain West is like, you know what? We well, went 0 and four. We had a tough, we had a tough in hindsight, uh, the big 12 and the the ACC may have actually beaten themselves up too much. Yeah, because guys are getting injured. No, and the teams that made it are doing well. So what if you let Oklahoma in? What would they be doing yeah. right now? Uh, I don't. Oklahoma ACC, definitely should have been. Uh, I mean, I think you can make the case for the Pac-12. I mean, mm-hmm. the six of their last eight teams to make the tournament have made the Sweet Sixteen. Good biggest story though. Quality from, over quantity from the weekend, Ryan. How about our Friars? Providence just. Whew. Just show I, and poor no, Colby but, over but, here. No, Not you, poor Colby. As a Providence fan, <laughs> glad to see them advancing. I'm at I'm at a I'm at a rock and a hard place here. Do I take them here in, oh, against Kansas? To. No. What do you mean? The trains. Oh left no, the yeah, station. Yeah. you have to take Kansas. Sean and uh, Sean and I are on the train. We we are physically going hundreds of miles an hour right now. There's no way for you to get on so the train, much Colby. momentum. There's <laughs> no way for you to get I on look, the train. But every time I see them win, the Providence fan in me. Is very happy. Here's uh, how are you guys uh, brackets doing right now? My <laughs> final four: comical Texas Tech, UCLA, Villanova, and Providence. I mean, again, I had Auburn and Kentucky in the. Uh, I thought they would get a little bit farther, but I still had UCLA and Providence beating them. So I, I'm still feeling pretty damn good here, having my final four alive, considering how yeah. many number one seed. And if you'll remember. And and maybe I'm jinxing it right now, but on the uh, props episode that we did Wednesday night, right before the tournament tipped off, there was a prop bet over on win. How many number one seeds will be in the final four? I said None. it's fun to throw a little on zero at forty Why to not? one. And man, Arizona, if they would have got knocked off, that would have been massive. Uh, Baylor's I'm, already out. Obviously, I'm regretting not having Arizona lose to yeah. either Houston or Villanova. Um, but again, I'm sitting as someone who really missed a lot of like teams early in the tourney. I got a couple upsets, right? I got most of them wrong. Uh, my final four Gonzaga taking on UCLA, Arizona taking on Providence still very, very alive. I mean, I think Gonzaga and Arizona both showed us like where their peak can be if for stretches, which makes me optimistic. They can uh, still make the run and Providence and UCLA have straight up looked like the teams that have the dogs now. Uh, injury status on oh. UCLA aside, I think like Providence. I, I think I think someone told us that Ed Cooley said that this is the most locked in team. Yeah, I don't know who said that. Um, it certainly wasn't someone that isn't on the train. It couldn't be because if you're <laughs> if you're listening to what Ed Cooley's saying, you love Ed Cooley. Buddy, so it couldn't be Colby here. Look, team this pro- is the most locked in team, and they. Richmond was a good team, and they're they still a, they're still a, a double-digit seed. Though they discarded them 
like they were the trash. True. The that was trash. a great performance. That, like they were Radford. But here <laughs> comes the Kansas game, and this is the one yeah. where where you're gonna find out. Uh, this the team is where is the thou shalt yeah. fade. Yeah. This Bills. is the perfect time. <laughs> For Kansas right. to uh, go down, Gonzaga almost went down. Are we, we breaking were, down the games already? We were on the Memphis uh, money line there. We we're just no, talking. Th- th- talking how about that Memphis game, bit. man? You want to talk about another game that I thought questionable referee and down the stretch? Well, we haven't even talked about the Baylor one, which arguably was the, uh, you know, that Baylor UNC was arguably the yeah. worst of yeah. the, and you know. Y- UNC also played like shit at, towards the end those last ten minutes and let Baylor get back yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, they gotta turn be, it on. They I mean, gotta be I was, fault. I yeah. was shocked that they won that in overtime to let up that kind of crazy comeback to send it to overtime. That crazy momentum swing and then to actually get the win still in overtime was oddly impressive for me out of UNC. Who, but, who's stopping UCLA now? Like now that it's uh, well, Jaime Hawkins is injured right now, so that's concerning. Concerning. John's um, been uh, John's been just. Uh, you know, diehard UCLA fan. He is just licking his chops because look at the path to the the final four. It's going to be Akron, St. Mary's, UNC, and then what? You play the winner of a uh, Purdue, St. Peter's, St. Peter's, St. Peter's. Um, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that for UCLA, you don't have to play. No, uh, this would be the Baylor, class. Kentucky. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to. I I am a little worried. Matt Painter could make the final four. <laughs> one one of the most common complaints uh, in college basketball to to the the lay fan is that the regular season is not that valuable. <laughs> it's not. You look at that Memphis Gonzaga game. That is a hundred percent the regular season being valuable. That game was played. Yep. Gonzaga played a home game. Without that home crowd. They would have not won that game. I, I feel very confident in that statement because they they were getting their ass whooped the whole first half. That crowd got behind them, but I even the refs I felt like got a little oh, bit behind them because of that momentum. Agree, and that's what and, the crowd does. But that's right? what I'm saying. Memphis, a team that fucked around in the regular season, yeah. and guess what? You had to go play. You had to go to the Pacific Northwest, but and you I lost say, because of that. The way that Gonzaga showed up, the way that Timmy showed up in the second yeah. half when yeah. he needed to. I mean, again, the dudes that as much as you want, might want to hate Gonzaga for being the favorite. Timmy's a dog, and, and he showed up. And I think, like, there was a stretch there in the second half where it was like, "Oh fuck, this this is the best team in the country by a by a but mile." If that's not in if that's not in Portland. If that's in fucking yeah. uh, you know New Orleans. Can, or, can I make or another bold Miami statement or something? Though? Like, where is the team that has the athletic profile? Like Memphis, that they face coming up. Because what I see Gonzaga facing is a number of teams that struggle to score the ball. And I, I kind of like the way it shook out. As much as I love Arkansas and Texas Tech, I just you, you got to put up point. You're not going to hold Gonzaga down. Well, and I at think least that's where Texas it gets Tech has the bigs. Yeah. Where Arkansas, to me, it's just like Look, oh, if Gonzaga know, gets ugh. through a Georgia State best 16 seed ever in the history of college basketball. Memphis, an insane nine seed, and then yeah. an Arkansas team, potentially a Texas Tech team or a Duke team, and then they'll have to face, you know, maybe UCLA. I, I think this is one of those like this could potentially fix all of those missteps they've had in the past because this is a fucking insane path. Yeah, man. yeah, they got uh, they got. Delta but I also I also think that they're not really going to face like Duke's the only team left in their bracket that can really score with them. So. I still think Texas Tech could give them a game. Now Arkansas with with the lack of height and we saw McCants yeah, the, of, of New Mexico State have a field day with with the with the big which of is Arkansas. trouble when you have Timmy and, yeah, and that yeah. weird. Uh, 
freaking uh, Holmgren's skinny kid. It's, it's so <laughs> weird to see it. He's got a long neck and he's skinny. It's really confusing. Such Why, a crazy build. The, the apple fell way far from the tree. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's start uh, breaking down these games, picking some against the spread. <laughs> and his name's Chet. <laughs> Chet. Now you don't see a lot of Chets no. these days. Oh man, <laughs> love me some coffee. Art just had my afternoon coffee. I mean, let's be honest. As far as drinks, coffee is a dog. Ice coffee, dog. Whole bean coffee, dog. So good. I don't need to sell you on coffee. Again, that rush. Watch it sweating out a game. You a little, a little uh, nice, strong pour over coffee to go with it. How about trade coffee? That's right. How do you take your coffee? Full bodied roast, something light. They have all the preferences. Whatever kind of coffee you like to drink, I like to go with the light roast. Little industry secret, more caffeine, aka decaf nose beers. Trade coffee makes it easy to brew your best cup at home. And again, whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a, day, a better daily cup, uh, Trade's real coffee experts taste over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to the ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take a little coffee quiz. Hey, I like this. I don't like that. And my coffee. And again, it's some of the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship for free to you as often as you like whole or ground beans been featured all over the place. Again, highly recommend uh, going. And of course they're hooking our listeners up uh, Drinktrade.com slash SGP. Uh, you got uh, $20 off your first three bags, Drinktrade.com slash SGP. Start your coffee journey to the perfect cup. Drinktrade.com slash SGP for 20% off your first three bags. All right. March madness is here. Sweet 16. What are the spreads, right? All right, let's head to, to Thursday. Daytime basketball, kind of. 409 on the West Coast, tipping off in San Francisco, California. Arkansas, the four seed. We were just talking about this one. Gonzaga, the one seed. Gonzaga, minus eight and a half. Sean, maybe this is what you dreamt about uh, a couple or last week with an eight and a half Ooh. point dog. Arkansas, plus 325. Gonzaga, minus 425. 155 is the total. Real quick, Ryan. YouTube chat is saying, uh, and it appears we uh, we are experiencing some internet issues. Mm, okay. I so. mean, I, I uh, looks good on our end, so I don't know. Maybe we are. We were having some earlier. My Google Docs offline. We're powering through. It looks like we uh, we had a couple. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, keep going. We're good. All right. We're having a couple. Uh, some some slight variants in the interweb. I, I mean, I keep looking. For Arkans, for opportunities to fade this Gonzaga team because they haven't shown any ability to really put away teams so far in the tournament. Now, granted, maybe it's a, a you know a result of who they played in Georgia State, Memphis, both teams that were probably underseeded uh, compared to like how good of a team they are. But they were really fortunate that Timmy had that game he had in that second half, really just pulling the game, uh, just going hot. 25 points, 14 rebound game against Memphis. They're going to need something similar uh, against this Arkansas team. Uh, you know, I mean, Colby nailed it. It's a size problem. And I think if there's one team that we can bet on, we'll know how to deal with a size disadvantage. We'll know how to get the, the size they have into foul trouble. It's Gonzaga. They've done it every round. I mean, I, I think 
you know, I think we saw the last game versus Memphis. Colby was na- Colby nailed it. That that team had the athleticism and the size. And as much as I like Arkansas, I love the coach. I just think this is this matchup is too much. And I would probably this is the time where I think you hop on some. Fa- I know I've been riding favorites uh, for the last month. You've or been so. going but, super chalk, right? With I, comical uh, results. I love the must bus. I love. Yes. Uh, I love this team. I just think. We watched it, Sean, or, or you watched the second game at least, where, where they they just at times have no plan on offense, and it's all about they're going to shut you down. And I just don't think that's an effective plan when you're playing against Gonzaga. I'd rather have a team like Alabama that's going to go out there and say, "Let's go, shot for shot." And so I, I it's hard for me to take the points. well. And again, shot for shot, Arkansas seventy six percent of the line, the Zags seventy one percent. Um, you know, and and Arkansas maybe not the greatest matchup physically, but I do like the coaching. I do like the idea that Gonzaga. I don't know, man. They always have an ability to come up short, and I haven't been scared of this Gonzaga. As someone who bet against Gonzaga both of those rounds, I've I've yet to feel scared from uh, of of this Gonzaga team. Colby, what are you doing? To me, eight and a half is a huge number. Uh, I'm on the Zags, man. This is a bad matchup for them. This uh, look at at how they scored it against New Mexico State, or really, really the whole season. They have guards that cut to the basket. Well, Chet Holmgren uh, is a shot blocking machine, so you're not going to be able to get off your shots. They also Arkansas 280. Sixth in three point field goals per game, 321st in three point field goal percentage. That's that's where you need to be decent. Where because they're not going to have any success. There is they play small ball. Well, guess what? Small ball is going to have its issues this uh, this Thursday going up against a team where they're just bigger. We saw New Mexico State give him fits with that. Johnny McCants gave him a fit, but also they just don't like Arkansas needs to be fouled and needs to go to the line. And that that's just not like Gonzaga is not going to give you free. It's in San Francisco. Also, this is going to be a ton of Gonzaga fans. This is a road game pretty much for Arkansas. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons Uh, the height too. Like this is an sec squad. That's like a relatively small school. They're below average. I mean, they got Chris likes uh, who hits a huge free throw. Can't hate on you taking the must bus. That's the only, yeah, you guys are crazy. Okay. One, I had a dream about an eight and a half uh, point money line dog hitting. It didn't hit with UAB. It could hit with Arkansas. I, 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 man, I like this Arkansas team, and I, I think eight and a half is too much for Gonzaga. I get it that they can they can dominate inside, but I, I think that, I don't know, man. I, I just I test Gonzaga is not doing it for me. All I, right. I think Georgia State and and. Arkansas were just tall. I mean, I mean, Georgia State and uh, Memphis were just taller teams. Arkansas is going to get uh, destroyed on the glass here, I think. All right, let's move on. Michigan, the 11 seed. Villanova, the two seed. Villanova minus four and a half, minus 215 on the money line. Michigan plus 175, 135 and a half is the total. San Antonio is the host. Boy, this. Uh, you know, I'll let you talk about this one, Sean, because I'm sure you're picking Nova, but it does seem like there's a massive coaching edge in this one. <laughs> Jay Wright versus uh, Jawan Howard. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jay Wright has a massive advantage. Again, Michigan has been shooting, uh, you know, his uh, or this season good uh, at the free throw line, 75%. Nova, meanwhile, historically good. They are on pace to set the record for the. The most free throws made in college basketball history in a season—that is insane. This Villanova team is cold-blooded. They're they're robotic. <laughs> they're just a bunch of like machines out there that play yeah. a very clean game of basketball. Um, they're not going to blow you out right away. 
maybe they do end up extending this this lead against uh, Michigan. But to your point too, I, I think Michigan was really celebrating getting getting to the Sweet Sixteen. I think for this Michigan team again, a Michigan team they were as, celebrating a as lot. Colby pointed out, probably should have been in the playing game instead of uh, Indiana or or however you want to swap it out. And, and Villanova is very good in NCAA tournament games, eighteen and three. We we've talked about this, or we we were talking about it outside when we were getting a coffee, uh, Colby. That you know, tournament experience makes a difference, and we saw the Arizona team. To your point, uh, that didn't have a lot of tournament experience. Almost give that game. Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. didn't have a lot of tournament experience. This is Villanova's right there with UCLA. Two of the teams I like to make a strong push and get into the college basketball finals. And a big part of it is experience. Now. You look at Villanova's weakness, probably the interior defense. Hunter Dickinson, yeah. I think if Michigan wins or covers, it's going to be on the back of Dickinson. Um, nothing crazy there. Or if Gillespie isn't able to, you know, hit those threes that he was able to hit against Ohio State. But again, like they don't rely just on a guy like Gillespie. They're able to move the ball around, create shots. They're doing a lot of things right, this Villanova team. Yeah, and uh, giving Jay Wright, you know, four days or whatever to prepare, I think is a huge advantage for Villanova. But really, they take great care of the rock. They never make turnovers. They're, uh, you know, they're 15th in the nation at protecting the basketball and also the three point line. I think that's that's the real X factor here. Michigan, 287. They're they're a little lazy. Uh, Where Villanova, 23rd in the nation. I think Nova's just the flat out just better at almost every phase of the game. I get it, the Dickinson angle, but he could with, dominate. With EJ Lydell, though, they, yeah. I, I was impressed with the way Nova handled that. Yeah. Give me a Nova. Kramer, I assume you're going to keep uh, fading Villanova to your uh, own it's, demise. It's hard to, like I said, I think this is the end of the road for Michigan. The coaching edge, uh, give me the chalk. Oh, no. Oh well, no! I, I here think, he comes. I think if we're if we're all sitting here saying, "Wow, how did, how is Michigan in the Elite Eight? It's because Hunter Dickinson absolutely dominates. And I like. Do you believe that's the case? I don't know. I feel like the the what's the big guy's name for the for Nova Dixon? Yeah, I feel like Dixon does a good job of fucking with these guys. Well, Dick, they, Dickinson they a, can hit the a, three point shot though. Yeah, that's he's the a difference. big guy who can also hit threes. Like they. It's one of the more well rounded uh, college basketball teams, I think, in the tournament. And again. Highly experienced and well coached, and hit their free throws. Like they just check so many boxes. Certainly, there's a world where Michigan wins, but God, Villanova and anything less than seven, I think, is just I know an autoplay. And the whole the whole season, I've been saying this is not like this is not a good version of Villanova, but yet but they I, are a good version I, of Villanova. Well, I think what you were missing, or what was missing from that team in the regular season, to where you're like, ah, they're not. They've they don't really have any sort of like crazy good outliers. But they've really cleaned up their game and become highly efficient, especially in these two tournament games. Now, Ohio State wasn't an amazing team, but the, you know Delaware, I, I think, as a 15 seed, wasn't horrible. gave them a, a gave them an interesting first half. But since then, it's just been them controlling in the oh, second half of Delaware and the entire Ohio State game. Yeah, when they show that graphic, it's like graduate, graduate, senior, yes. graduate. I, I mean, I, I think the real thing Villanova hasn't been as good in years past because of the front court. I think they haven't had a g- opponent that could really like, like, okay, EJ Lydell could do that, but the team wasn't complete. I think Michigan's the same situation at some point. Nova, I think we'll have to face off against a team that has gr- both a good they guard have, play they, yeah, and a they, good uh, and good front court. Um, but this is not it. I, I think Nova. Well, I think it's in a, here. I think it's in a game when they're facing either Houston or Kansas, right? Yeah. Isn't that, the, isn't that the matchup? All right. 
All right. Before oh, wow. we get to oh, the chalk uh, again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Chalky Kramer. This is when it, you got it. the sweet 16 is all about chalk. Okay. Yeah. Rock chalk. All right. Uh, shout out to IP vanish, man. You, you want to make that IP disappear? Head over to IPvanish.com slash S G P. You get 70% off their yearly plan. Essentially. You almost get an entire nine months free of one of the best, or I, I would say the best VPN I've ever used. It's the one we use here in the office. Again, there's a million reasons why you would want to use a VPN. I'm not even going to ask you why you want to use a VPN. That's between you and the internet. You want to hide your location, hide your activity, prying eyes, hackers, ISPs. You never know who's coming at your data. Secure it, lock it up with IP Vanish. Again, the 70% off their yearly uh, plan is insane. IPvanish.com slash SGP using that promo code SGP, 70% off IPvanish.com slash SGP. Also, shouting out PropSwap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Like Zach from California purchased a Tennessee uh, Volunteers Championship ticket on PropSwap at 40 to 1 odds, while the sportsbook were only offering 25 to 1 odds. Uh, you know, he was able to sell it before, uh, before uh, Tennessee uh, got knocked out. So shout out to you, Zach, uh, cashing in on that PropSwap.com. Use the promo code SGP dollar for dollar instant deposit match up to $500. He knew when to fade him the Rick Barnes situation. Yes. That was my favorite thing of this past week was that, you know, I, 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 I even, even I thought Barnes was going to get to the sweet 16 and then lose. But uh, when I tweeted out that Rick Barnes, you know, that, that they got very fortunate by getting Longwood, that shouldn't have been a 14. I had about uh, 20 Longwood fans Uh-oh. tweet me a bunch of hate saying, I don't know college basketball. Uh-huh. Said, I just started watching Longwood in the, in the conference tournament. Not wow. true. Not true. Right. God, well, they don't have God's eye. Those people aren't here. Yeah. Sure. Colby <laughs> has watched an inordinate amount of Longwood Long. Cox. <laughs> no, no little big double, South team little, should have been a 14 little double entendre there. And shout out to Alan Cooley, <laughs> uh, major Tennessee supporter. RIP Cooley. I was, I was uh, feeling for you there on that loss. Uh, and apologies to anyone having uh, suffering from a little uh, lower quality video. It must be a returned fire from Spectrum after Colby absolutely Colby ab- took some shots ab- on Spectrum. <laughs> still, still not happy with that uh, th- their reaction there. Well, now look, they're 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 fucking with uh, the the stream. Yeah, they're coming after us. All right, six thirty nine on the West Coast. Back in San Fran, Duke, Texas Tech, the two, the three. Texas Tech is laying a point minus one twenty on the money line. Duke plus one hundred. One thirty seven is the total. Is the wrong team favorite? God damn it! How did uh, how did Michigan State not cover that game? I understand how they didn't win on the money line, but man, it was right there. They were up five late. How do you not cover six and a half? Or some people had had seven. Poor and coaching. Maybe the league, the goons from the league <laughs> office are plowing the road for Coach K. Oh yeah, that's that's the only thing, thing it could be. Coach K has not won his backers' money since when. Uh, he, and it's crazy. <laughs> a while. Right? He, he is not. He is not a good against the spread coach. Well, now it's caught up. They're not even favored. So now what do we do? Well, that, this is tricky, right? Because yeah, you they, know, they, it feels like they factored in. I was expecting to get like a nice uh, Texas Tech dog price here, even like three points, two and a half, uh, because Texas Tech, you know, they looked horrific shooting. 
thirty-five percent from the field, twenty-seven percent from three. I and said still, that man. They don't have back-to-back great shooting games ever. No, and yeah. they still beat Notre Dame. Didn't get the cover. I was on Notre Dame plus eight. Uh, and Texas Tech has been a rock star ATS this season, twenty-two and fourteen against the spread this season. And your point, Colby, probably what it is is situations where they play really good defense, and then they have that good shooting night, and then they get the cover, or so the the numbers lower. Because if they were consistently shooting this good, I wouldn't think they would be covering this many spreads because the line would be inflated to reflect that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were both on Notre Dame. I think I called that thing perfectly to a T, saying Notre Dame's going to play it really close. Hang around, and then and then Texas Tech will get the win. Uh, that that's the problem with the team is that they don't they are not consistent offensively. But at the same but. time, all year I've been saying this, and and uh, look, I, I I feel bad because I feel like this is a sneaky spot. Like Duke could really play spoiler here. It's in San Francisco. I'm sure this this is probably going to be a pro Duke crowd. I would imagine. Oh, what um, are you saying that because the it's San Francisco. Pro- oh, okay. <laughs> Sourdough bowls. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to, look, I'm going to live and die with Texas tech on, in this game. I've been talking shit to Nick all year. Won't, NC won't Nick, who's favored. a Duke fan. Won't Duke get yeah, the at the end of the day by, by Thursday. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I'm on Texas tech uh, again. I'm just on, I like Faden Duke <laughs> personally. I, I just struggle to but they're not going to have Coach K losing the Sweet 16, right? They're going to have him losing the Elite that's Eight. That's what I a classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but the Guys. Texas Tech, I have them. The goons I had from them the league go- office are, are <laughs> yeah. assisting. Well, and, and to and to Ryan Hasty saying uh, Texas Tech till the cows come home. This one's going to be uh, ugly. Coach K will get all the calls. It will be gross, but it won't be enough. I hope that's the case. I do worry in a close game where the spreads at one point. Yeah. Couple 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 calls. Duke calls that they've only got for the past fifty fucking years. Right. Might go their <laughs> way, and then uh, then Just, all the do I need to remind you of the Wisconsin national championship where Duke oh, got God. all those calls and Wisconsin should have won that game? Kramer, what's your take? You're not. I mean. Texas this Tech is, a, is right, technically here, favored, so here's, here's my you would handicap. go chalk there. But uh, Duke is, will end up being the chalk as far as on the court. I think you know Duke isn't an elite free throw shooting team to like counterbalance Texas Tech being horrible at it. And I and I really I, I'm interested. I watched my Hokies who play good defense really cause problems for Duke. And so Texas Tech is a much better version of that. I have a hard time seeing a, seeing this game. Just go the way of Duke without the assistance of the officials. Now, when you look at the coaching matchup, what's the name of the coach for Texas Tech, please? Uh, Mark Adams. Mark Adams. Mark Adams looks like a librarian. This is an ultimate good versus evil. Coach K is sitting over there yeah. looking like the bad guy. And well, boss, I can't wait and, to get back to my tulips and boss baby. And uh, Mark <laughs> Adams looks like he might have, are never going to see it coming. Mark, Mark Adams might have cut a few t- tulips in his life too. I mean, <laughs> for real though. I, look, I I love the, the 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 tiebreaker for me is the experience. Give me Texas Tech. I think Duke goes home. They can't. It, they haven't covered in like a month. They're not going to start covering against Texas Tech right now in San Francisco. I, I I don't think it will be. I mean, I think there'll be Duke fans there, sure, but I also think there'll be Texas Tech. Fans yeah, I there. think it'll be relatively even. I I don't think maybe like a slight lean to Duke, but I think I think Texas Tech will have enough to crowd wise keep this Plus, interesting. Yeah, I mean Jackson Mahomes and the whole Mahomes clan will I'm <laughs> sure be there. Uh, yeah, so let's pretty oh. even pretty even free throw. Uh, Duke seventy three point four. Texas Tech. 70%. But to Colby's point too, regression, like this team, I think could have a really good shooting game 
against Duke and they, Michigan State put up a decent Look, number they, of points. They should have beat the other teams. They got fortunate by playing Michigan State and play, by playing Cal State Fullerton. This is where you think this is where Coach K could sneak one past the the better opponent is Texas Tech, but they've had well, a nice path. And just as I've watched with my eyes the conferences, the 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 Big Twelve is fucking good. Every oh, yeah. yeah, none of their teams got punked at any point, yeah. even when they were losing games. I mean, except when backdoor or backdoor when backcourt <laughs> calls. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think anyone got punked though. I think that they showed even, up. As, even Baylor being down massive and then, showed back up. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they were without their leading score without too. a fight. Yeah. So I, I I'm in this battle of ACC versus a Big Twelve. I'll take the battle tested Texas Tech Red Raiders. All right, last game six fifty nine here on the West Coast. San Antonio Texas. Interesting Arizona the one seed. Houston the five seed. I'm sure there'll be plenty of Arizona fans there. Colby big program, but Houston pretty close to home. Arizona minus two minus one thirty plus 110 for the Cougars 145 is the total the price is clearly uh taking some home edge here i i believe into account uh and making this only two oh boy it feels like Houston's going to be a very popular dog well, play, we, right? we don't have any Call like, a toy poodle it's going to be everyone's favorite small dog i haven't taken any dogs but yet arizona's my national champion but yeah. look i i'm concerned as an as a guy that has arizona <laughs> oh here we, we, we we talked about this with uh Play. With Kentucky, right? I'm I'm loyal the, to the king, the, but I love the colonies. The tournament experience is a factor, <laughs> and uh, and and Houston had went to the Final Four a season ago. A lot of these guys that were on that team, give me the, give me the Cougars to cover this too, and sprinkle some on that money line. Just take Re- the money line. Revolutionary right? times, Colby would have been hilarious. <laughs> I love the grit of Delaware. They're they're the first colony. I love I love drinking tea. I love paying taxes but, uh, on tea. Gotta, I love it both. But who, who doesn't love the 32nd regiment? Well, the history. You gotta, you gotta name, name they me run a, the triple option. Name me a better king. Name me a better Dude. king. And George Washington on the other side. He runs a clean program. Uh, look, but you gotta adjust, John. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, you no, gotta no, adjust. I, you gotta I, trust your eyesight. All right. You I, can't just okay. be Kramer over I'm here. I'm fine with that. that. Daniel Jones is a great quarterback. No, I trust what I've seen. I appreciate right? the adjustment. But then if Arizona does win the national championship, you can't also be like, see, I told you. Well, my I bracket speaks for itself. <laughs> That's the beauty of turning in the bracket before the game. <laughs> All right. Um, and shout out to uh, Michael Moore guys, uh, our intern killing it with the research. He, he made a great point in my notes that I'm going to borrow here, although I'm citing it. Uh, you know, the way you give Arizona trouble is size and length at all five positions. TCU had that gave them a real fight, and Houston has that as well. I think Houston. Why is Houston a, not favorite in a lot of well because they're the you know because Arizona is still the one seed. I think this is as close as they could get it without making them favored. I think if you make Arizona a dog, you're gonna get you're gonna get pounded. Um, and Arizona coming off that uh, OT game, and man. You could not that butthole of Arizona was just so tight. Yeah. That last when they were down by one to TCU, the I mean, as a guy who's in some high pressure situation in rec league basketball games, and you're dribbling it out for the last possession, and you you have the ball and you're looking to pass it, and the guy's eyes just say, Don't pass it to me. There was a lot of that yeah. on that Arizona side of this ball. And this Houston team, to me, they're they're I'm playing fast, they're playing loose. You could make a case. It just can't um, be a free throw shooting contest. No, and that that is like advanced metrics, whatever you want to call it. That's the one thing that jumps out at me, and it goes against 
my thing, which was really more of a uh, a first round. And how about the head coaching tournament experience? Kelvin Sampson has been yeah. doing this for a long, long Kelvin time. Kelvin Sampson, grizzled veteran. Yeah, uh, Houston. This is crazy though. They only shot fifty three percent from the line against UAB. And still got Didn't to cover. Still, still covered eight and a half. <laughs> so all my like, hey, free throws, you need to cover. Houston's just laughing in their face about that. Um I mean, I, I would probably make I understand why I think Houston could be favored by the time this I think there's a chance that much of a swing. We're we're looking at a pick'em game at least. Uh because the number the numbers strongly speak to Houston like the numbers suggest the pick'em. So not even factoring any any sort of home edge, which I don't know how much there might be. Arizona, huge, huge alumni when it comes to uh, following the basketball program, but uh, Houston in Texas, like yeah, I, I hard for me to want to fade them here. And how about the Big Twelve is going to be getting next year? Houston, <laughs> Houston. I mean that that, that best conference in yeah, basketball. Jeez. Yeah, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like what's the angle on Arizona? They're they're really good. They have size. They have yeah, and I but they I think could be this, a problem for Houston scoring the bucket. We true. didn't really talk about Arizona's defense. Um, and that's really the story. I think they like they're, it's a strength on strength. So Houston's going to break you down on the inside. It, it's tough to break Arizona down. Surprisingly, a lot, you know Arizona's known for a, a great offensive rebounding team. Well, Houston's third. They're actually the uh, better offensive say, rebounding if team. If you want the like the the hot mainstream media take, like whoever wins the glass oh, hot, wins hot, this hot, game. Hot, 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 hot. That's probably the answer to the question. I also think turnovers. Uh, you look. And, you look at the way Arizona doesn't protect the yeah. ball. They're 251st in the nation in protecting the ball. Houston, 46th <laughs> in protecting the ball. And Houston, 39th in the nation at stealing the ball. So I, I think the turnover and, game, and, and a little and bit more active. And to your point, yeah. rebounding, uh, Houston, third in the nation in offensive rebounds. Now, Arizona, they, they're decent too. Yeah, 15th. So it, it should be a good matchup. Yeah, I think the the other key, like, on, like kind of in line with. Houston being a little bit more like havoc driven is they also defend the three point line a bit better. So, you know, if this game comes down to that, I, I think you take the team that defends the three point line, you know, and creates a little bit more havoc. That's it. All right, let's do it. Time for our lock dog brought to you by stable tool.com horse racing DFS. It's simple. It's easy to use easy to get paid. They got free games, paid games. You can win as much as $25,000 with a single entry over at stableduel.com. Head over there, download the app. I highly recommend adding a little pony action uh, to your routine. I mean, again, it, it's Stable Duel speaks for itself. If you're a true DGENs only, hashtag DGENs only, which I believe you are because you're listening to this show, I, you're going to enjoy. Uh, stable duel, setting up your stable, seeing how many winners you can pick in your stable. I'll see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. StableDuel.com. Kramer, kick it off. What do you got? Gonzaga lock, Houston dog. Let's go. Easy enough. Mm. Gonzaga minus eight and a half. That's how you make money right there. <laughs> Let me throw a little, little dog. I, again, I. Let me ask you this, Sean. If you're sure. betting Houston right now, do you take the money line or do you take the points plus two? <sighs> I, well. I've just gotten burned like Michigan state minus one. I should have taken the money line. So I, I am, I'm actually taking the two just cause hmm. I, a world where they miss, you know, 
I'm not a pussy. Or I'm the taking way, the, the money line. Well, what's the money line? Like 120? 110. It's it's like plus 110. If it's 110 versus minus 110. All right. I I I would take the two uh points there, but again, it's it's a small okay. swing either way. My lock. Villanova minus four and a half. They're gonna they're gonna really mess up Michigan. And for my dog, give me the Arkansas Razorbacks on the money line to knock Gonzaga out of March Madness. Now that is a big dog. Big dogs only. Sean's walking with confidence right now. Look, Kramer Kramer might have some some issues when it comes to knowing the rules of backcourts and fouls, (laughs) but he knows what he's doing with his lock and his dog. I'm on Gonzaga minus eight and a half, and I'm on Houston money line. Hold on, ready? Go YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. We need to get that going uh, as a gift. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for the podcast. And uh, Merch Madness, alive and well. I just emailed the first four winners about uh, congratulating them on winning Merch Madness. Mm. Get another four chances to win Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll pick uh, four winners Monday, but make sure you get your entry in. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness. You can fill it out. I it, under a minute uh it takes, honestly, to write the review, take a screenshot of you submitting the review. Two minutes at most, and your odds of winning a hoodie, very, very uh good. Give us a follow on Twitter at gambling podcast. Check out the college basketball experience for daily college basketball pods for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. I didn't see any sort of violation there. Kramer, let it ride.